You're listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Kobernack. It is our desire that you will be helped by this Bible message. Judges chapter number 5 and verse number 1. The Bible says, Then sang Deborah and Barak the son of Abinom, On that day, saying, Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel, when the people willingly offered themselves. Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. Lord, when thou wentest out of Seir, when thou marchest out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled and the heavens dropped, the clouds also dropped water. The mountains melted from before the Lord, even that Sinai from before the Lord God of Israel. In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the highways were unoccupied, and the travelers walked through byways. The inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, rose, that I arose a mother in Israel. Amen, and thank you. You may be seated. The message this morning, I'll also be preaching tonight about a mother. Tonight, uh, this morning's message is about Deborah. She was a judge in Israel. And it says in verse number 7 that she arose, meaning she stood up. She, she took a stand. And I'm thankful for people that take a stand for God. And I'm so thankful for this example of a woman that God used in a mighty way. Lord, I pray that you'd help us. And speak to us, I pray. Uh, May we not miss the truth from your word. I pray that our hearts would be attentive. I pray that on this Mother's Day, I pray that we would seek to uh, honor our mothers. I pray that we would be very grateful and thankful for our mothers. May we express that. Uh, But I pray also that we would be uh, very uh, grateful to you for all that you have done. And I pray that we would look to you, that you might help us and strengthen us to be what we ought to be. I pray that if there's anyone here today that does not know Jesus Christ as their Savior, I pray today would be the day of their salvation. We love you. We do thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your blessings. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Landon sang that song in the early service, and I told this story. Last night, my wife and I, we got home after the luncheon. We actually came back and did some, did some things and went back again, and we were finishing up with our supper. And uh, we have uh, our, our kitchen, and right off of our kitchen is our garage. Our garage is not used to store vehicles, although that's what a garage should be used for. Uh, our garage is a playroom uh, for the kids. We've got our dog. Uh, that's our dog's house, I think. That's a pretty big dog house, isn't it, when you've got a garage that's for your dog? But uh, the, the kids were all in the garage. We could hear them. And uh, Kylie is five, so she's, she's out, so I can tell this story now. Um, but... Uh, Kylie, I don't know what, what possessed her to say it, because we hadn't been talking about it, but I heard her, her announce in the garage to everybody there. She said, if God's good, raise your hand. And, and they weren't having church or anything. I don't know where that came from. And of course, as most siblings do, they don't pay much attention to what the other sibling says. So she had to say it again, and she said it louder. Now, and I can't see what's going on in there, but I can hear it. She says again, raise your hand if God's good. And that was the end of that conversation, I guess. So a few minutes later, Chloe came in the house. She's seven. 
And um, I shouldn't have been teasing her like this, but I said, uh, Chloe, I said, I need to talk to you about something. And, you know, poor Chloe, she gets all nervous. She gets all worried. She's just staring at me. I said, Chloe, I said, did you raise your hand in the garage? She's staring at me like she doesn't have a clue what in the world I'm talking about. And uh, I said, Chloe, I said, did you raise your hand in the garage? You know, I'm thinking a pastor's kid, you'd hope a pastor's kid would raise their hand and say, God's good, you know. And she has no clue what in the world I'm talking about. I said, Chloe, I said, I heard Kylie say, raise your hand if God's good. Straight face, there's almost like a, a horrified look on her face. She says, I didn't even hear her say that. And uh, so apparently she didn't raise her hand either. But I'm hoping you hear me now, and I'm hoping you'll participate. But raise your hand if God's been good to you. Amen. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. God is so good to us, and I'm thankful for that. Judges chapter 5, we see an account that is very unusual, but nonetheless, it is an account that Scripture records for us about a woman who not only stood up, but a woman who led an army against God's enemies. Now, I'm telling you, this book of Judges is an amazing book. This book of Judges, it shows us what happens when people get away from God. The Bible says that there arose a generation and they didn't know God. They didn't know Joshua. They didn't know the God that, that, that had led them across the Jordan River and led them into the promised land. And there arose a generation that knew not God. And it says this, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Now, friend, I want to tell you that is a problem because we, the Bible says, we are, we're wicked. We're all a bunch of sinners and the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? You can't decide what's right. I can't decide what's right. Only God determines what's right and what's wrong. And he's given us the Bible whereby we can know it. But the book of Judges, things are out of control. Things are a mess. The Bible says in Judges chapter 4, turn back there if you would to verse number 1. It says, And the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud, that was a judge, When he was dead. And so in verse number two, it says, The Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, that reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera. Now that's a name you want to remember. Sisera is the general of the enemy army. The Israelites, they have an army and they have a leader. His name is Barak. But the Bible says that Barak was afraid to go out and fight. As a matter of fact, we'll see in a moment, he told Deborah, he said, Deborah, if you don't go with me, I'm not even going to go out to fight. Now, hang on. That is crazy. That is unbelievable. That here's the general, here's the man that's supposed to be in charge, and he tells Deborah, who is a judge in Israel, that God is using, but he says, Deborah, if you don't go with me out to battle, then I'm not going. You know what Deborah did? She went to battle. And the Bible says that the the armies of Israel, the Bible says that they were able to be victorious over the armies of the Canaanites. And the Bible says that the people fled. And Sisera, that is the general of the enemy army, Sisera, he goes into a tent. He's looking for a place to escape. He's been running all day. And he goes into a tent of a woman 
by the name of Jael, J-A-E-L. And he goes into her tent, and she welcomes him in, and she says, uh, can I get you anything? <laughs> he says, I just need a drink of water, and I need a place to sleep. She brings him a glass of milk. The Bible says she brought it in a lordly dish. She, she got out her fine china. She brings a blanket and puts it over him. She tells him, she says, don't you worry about a thing. I'm going to watch the door. I'm going to make sure nobody comes. And the Bible says that Jael, and on this Mother's Day, if this is not a good lesson for all of us, you better be nice to mama. Because Jael takes a hammer and a spike. And she goes in. I love this part. She, she goes into the tent softly. She does it quietly. She does it unassumingly. She does it and she goes into the tent where the enemy general, Sisera, is sleeping and she takes the hammer and the spike and she smashes it through his head, the Bible says, into the ground. And the Bible says that God won a great victory that day. But where did it all start? I want you to notice again, Judges chapter 5, verse number 7. The inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, arose, that I arose a mother in Israel. I see there was a mother who was willing to stand up. There was a mother that was willing to stand up, not just for her family, not just for her husband, but she was willing to stand up for her nation. And friend, I want to tell you, we need some mothers that will be willing to stand up. We need some fathers that will stand up. We need some teenagers. We need some senior saints. We need some single adults. We need some people that will take a stand and stand up. Because when we stand up, it's amazing how God steps in. And we're going to see in this passage what happened because a mother was willing to stand up. Number one, I want you to see very quickly the roles that Deborah had. Her responsibilities included, number one, if you turn with me to Judges chapter 4, and verse number four, it says, And Deborah, a prophetess, she was the wife of Lapidoth. She judged Israel at that time. Now, we find in the Old Testament, we find that there were women that God used to proclaim the message of God. They were referred to as a prophetess. One was Miriam. Miriam was the sister of Aaron, and she's referred to as a prophetess. Here we have Deborah, who was a prophetess. Uh, we get to the New Testament, and before the institution of the church, you find a lady in the temple by the name of Anna. And Anna also is referred to as a prophetess. These are ladies that God used for a specific time. Now, if I stop there, I feel like I would be doing you a disservice because I want to continue with that theme. And I want to say, you get to the age of the church and you get to the local church and the institution of the church and God gives qualifications for a pastor. And the qualifications for a pastor is not for a woman to be a pastor. And you say, well, how do you know that? Well, the Bible says in order to be a, past, a pastor, an elder, a bishop, in order to be an overseer of the flock of God, a pastor must be the husband of one wife. So that's not hard for me to figure out that has to be a man. I mean, that doesn't take rocket science. The Bible also says in the book of 1 Timothy, the Bible says that a woman in the church is not supposed to uh, usurp authority over a man in the teaching and the preaching of the word of God. 
Now, I thank the Lord. And you say, oh, pastor, it's Mother's Day, and here you're preaching against women. I'm not preaching against women. I'm telling you what the Bible says. I'm telling you what the roles are. And the Bible tells us that a woman should not be in a position of preaching or teaching the Bible over a man. Now, we've got in our church, we've got a whole lot of ladies that teach Sunday school classes. And I thank God for it. We've got ladies that teach in our master clubs. We've got ladies that teach in junior church. We had a lady yesterday that spoke from the Bible to a group of 250-some, 260-some ladies that were there. And you know what? That's exactly the way it ought to be, and that's fine. But we do not have a lady that stands up to preach or teach over the men, and you say, well, why not? Because God said we're not supposed to do that. And if you have a problem with that, you don't have a problem with me. You have a problem with what the Bible says. I'm just telling you what the roles are. But I will say this. In the book of Judges, God, 100%, he used Deborah for an amazing job. He used Deborah for an amazing accomplishment to teach and to proclaim and to utter what thus saith the Lord. I'll say this to all of our ladies. I'll say this to all of our men. I'll say we need some people in 2023 that'll get back to knowing God. We need people that can share the Bible. We need people that can teach the Bible. We need people that can say, hey, here's what the Bible says. And you're not going to know what the Bible says unless you read the Bible. You're not going to know what the Bible says unless you spend time in the Word of God. Deborah was a woman that God used as a prophetess. Secondly, I see her role was a wife. The Bible says in verse 4, Deborah, a prophetess, the wife of Lapidoth. The Bible doesn't say a lot about her husband. But I'll say this, I'm thankful that her husband did not hold her back from serving God. And fellas, may that be a reminder for us. Hey, God has given you that wife, but let your wife serve God. Let your wife follow God. I'd hate to stand before the judgment seat of Christ and, and, and have it be said, why didn't, you, uh, why didn't your wife serve me? Well, I wouldn't let her. I wouldn't let her go to church. I wouldn't let her get involved. Are, are you kidding me? One of the best things that we can do is to encourage our spouse, encourage our children, encourage our families to live for God because you live for God. Let me tell you something. You're going to have some people that will love each other and people that will help each other and people that will live for one another as they live for God. The Bible says she was a prophetess. She was a wife. She was a mother. We don't know anything about her children, but I'll say this. If God would use this woman to bring a nation back to God, I'd say she was probably a pretty good mother. And is it any wonder that in the book of Judges, when everything was chaotic, when everything was out of control, when everything was anarchy, is it any wonder that God chose a mother to come on the scene and bring things back to where they need to be? How many of you know that a mother can bring order to chaos? Hallelujah for that. And God used this mother, Deborah. Number one, her roles. Number two, I see the ruin. The ruin of her nation. It says in Judges 4, verse 1, the children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord. Notice Judges chapter 5 and verse number 7. It says the inhabitants of the villages ceased. They ceased in Israel. You know what that means? People were afraid to live out in the small towns. People were afraid to be out in those communities because everything was so dangerous. 
Everything was just so insane that people were hiding. People were, people were running for their lives. People were seeking safety. It was a dangerous place to be. Notice chapter 5 and verse number 8. It says, they chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. And by the way, when you choose new gods, you better mark it down. There's going to be some war. There's going to be some problems. There's going to be some heartache. They chose new gods. Then was war in the gates. Was there a shield or spear seen among 40,000 in Israel? Let me tell you how bad it was in Israel. They didn't even have weapons. They didn't even have the ability to protect themselves. They were in trouble. The Bible says in Judges 3.31, there was a judge right before uh, Deborah. His name was Shamgar. And Shamgar, the Bible says he killed 600 with an ox goad. He was using a, 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 like a pitchfork or, or like a, a, a farming instrument that he was using. And he used that to defeat 600 enemy soldiers. You say, how come? Probably because he didn't have a sword. Probably because he didn't even have a weapon. He didn't have a spear. I want to tell you this, friend. We are in a battle today, and we're in a spiritual battle, and we better have a weapon. You better have your sword. You better have the word of God because you are no match for the devil. And I'm no match for the devil without the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. But Israel, it was bad. There were not even weapons. There were not even uh, people that could protect one another. We see the ruin of her nation. Number three, I see the resolve that she showed. Judges chapter 4, verse number 6. And she sent and called Barak, the son of Abinoam, out of Kadesh Naphtali and said unto him, Hath not the Lord God of Israel commanded, saying, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with thee 10,000 men of the children of Naphtali and of the children of, of Zebulun, and I, this is what God said he would do, I will draw unto thee, to the river Kishon, Sisera, the captain of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his multitude, and I will deliver him into thine hand. Here's what Deborah does. She calls Barak and she says, Hey, Barak, hasn't God told us? Hasn't God commanded this? Hasn't God already given us instruction? Let's do it. And friend, I want to tell you, that's the kind of resolve we need. If God said it, Let's do it. If God commanded it, let's obey. Deborah arose. She stood up. She was willing to obey the call of God. Oh, how we need mothers to stand up. How we need fathers to stand up. How we need Christians to stand up and make a difference and do something in the fight and in the battle against the world, the flesh, and the devil. I love this. Not only did she stand up, but she encouraged others to stand up. Isn't that like a mother? You know what mothers do? They encourage others. They help others. They motivate others. I see in verse number uh, 8 of chapter 4, the Bible says, And Barak said unto her, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. Now, I'll be honest with you. If this had been me, and I had Barak saying, I don't want to go. I can't go. I'm too scared. I'm afraid. I think I would have said to Barak, come on, you big wimp. What's your problem? You're the, you're the general. You're the one running the army. Hey, get some backbone. Get some determination. Come on. That's not what she did. 
Bible says in verse number nine, she said, I will surely go with thee. She said, okay, you're not going to go unless I go. I'm going. Let's go. And she motivated. She encouraged. She helped others in the fight. The Bible says in verse number 18 that Zebulun and Naphtali, they jeoparded their lives unto the death. They were willing to get involved. Well, you know who got them involved? Deborah. How about this? Chapter uh, 5, verse number 23, the Bible tells us there were some that did not go. There were some that did not want to fight. And you know what Deborah did? She said, fine. You don't have to. But you're not going to stop me. And may God give us some resolve. And may God give us some determination to encourage others and help others. But when others don't go, I have decided to follow Jesus. Though none go with me, still I will follow. Uh, no turning back. I'm, I'm committed to this thing. I'm sticking with this thing. I am resolved. And Deborah was resolved. I believe it was Deborah's stand that encouraged Barak's faith. Now, you're just going to have to take my word for it until after the service, and you can look it up. Hebrews 11, verse number 32. Did you know that the Hall of Faith chapter, all the great heroes of the faith that are listed there, did you know that there are several judges that are mentioned? Jephthah is mentioned there. Gideon is mentioned there. And there's one more from this story. You know who I would guess? Deborah. Are you kidding me? This lady, she is a mother that stood up. She is a mother that led a nation. But it's not Deborah mentioned. It's Barak, the man that was afraid, the man that was scared, the man that said to Deborah, Deborah, if you don't go, I'm not going. Now, you can say what you want to, but God doesn't make any mistakes in who he recorded in Hebrews 11. You know what I think? I think God used Deborah's stand to encourage Barak and to give Barak the faith that he needed to lead the army and for God to mark him down in the Hall of Faith chapter. Now, mothers, here's what I'm saying. Your stand, your resolve may be the very thing that encourages the faith in your children. It may be your stand that encourages the faith of your husband. Now, I understand it's not supposed to be that way. It's supposed to be that the man leads the home and the man leads the wife. But if that's not the case, maybe God could use you as the wife, use you as the mother to help others increase their faith so that God can use them. I'm just telling you, it was Deborah's stand that encouraged Barak's faith. But it was Deborah's stand that enabled Jael's opportunity. Remember, I told you a moment ago the story of Jael. She's the one that took the hammer. She's the one that took the spike. She's the one that drove it through his head. And you say, great job, Jael, you did it. I say, no, no, great job, Deborah. You're the one that gave her the opportunity. Because had Deborah not led and had Deborah not stood, there never would have been a battle. And if there wouldn't have been a battle, Sisera would not have been separated from his army. He would not have fled to a tent. He would not have been in that vulnerable situation. But God used Deborah's stand to enable Jael's opportunity. Mothers, I wonder what your stand and your resolve 
is doing to create opportunities for your children, your grandchildren. I wonder what your stand is doing to encourage and help and guide and mold and shape people that can serve God. I see her resolve. Number four, quickly, I see the reason for her victory. Go back with me, please, to Judges chapter 4 and verse number 3. It says, And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord. It says in chapter 4, verse number 6, God says, I will draw unto thee Sisera. Chapter 4, verse number 9, The Lord shall sell Sisera into the hand of a woman. Chapter 4, verse 14, This is the day which the Lord hath delivered Sisera into thine hand. Verse number 15, The Lord discomfited. Sisera and all his chariots and all his hosts with the edge of the sword before Barak. Chapter 4, verse number 23. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the children of Israel. Chapter 5, verse number 20. They fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. You know who won this battle? It wasn't Barak, it wasn't Jael, and it wasn't even Deborah. You know who won the battle? God did it. And if you and I are going to see victory in our lives, and if we're going to see victories in our homes, and in our marriages, and in our community, and in our church, victory is only going to come through God. He's the only one that can give victory. Again, I'll say it, but Deborah stood up, and it was Deborah standing up that allowed God to step in. And God, when He steps in, let me tell you something, He takes care of business. When God steps in, it doesn't matter how much fear you have. It doesn't matter how weak you are. It doesn't matter how few people you have. It doesn't matter how much experience or inexperience you have. When God steps in, God is able to give victory. And he did for the nation of Israel. I see, lastly, number five, I see the rejoicing after the victory. Chapter four and verse number nine Deborah prophetically told Barak, she said, I'll go with you. Notwithstanding, the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honor. You know who got all the honor and you, got, you know who got all the glory for this? It was God. And you and I, as we go out to fight in the battle, can I tell you, we better be very quick to give God all the honor and all the glory. God will not share his glory with another. God's not going to split it 50-50 with you or me because He is a jealous God. He alone is worthy of all praise. He alone is worthy of all worship. That's why He said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me because He alone is God. And at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Notice chapter 5, and I'll be done. Verse number 1, chapter 5, we see the song of Deborah. So chapter 4 gives us the historical account. Chapter 5, Deborah, the prophetess, we should have also added to that she was a song leader, or at least a songwriter, because she wrote a song under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, then sang Deborah and Barak. That was nice of her to let Barak be in on the song. Maybe he played the guitar while she sang, or maybe, uh, maybe he played the harp, or maybe he held the music. I don't know what he did. But then St. Deborah and Barak, the son of Abinoam on that day, sang verse 2. Would you read with me the first four words of Judges 5 verse 2? Ready? Praise ye the Lord. That's 
who gets all the glory. The Lord. And there was rejoicing after the victory. Praise ye the Lord for the avenging of Israel. Verse number 3. Hear, O ye kings, give ear, O ye princes. I, even I, will sing unto the Lord. I will sing praise to the Lord God of Israel. I love this. Look at verse number 5. The mountains melted from before the Lord. Verse number 7. The inhabitants of the villages ceased, and they ceased in Israel until that I, Deborah, rose. I rose a mother in Israel. Chapter 15, uh, the uh, princes of Issachar were with Deborah, even uh, Issachar. Verse number 18, Zebulun and Naphtali, uh, they were people that jeoparded their lives. But notice, if you would, chapter 5, verse number 9. My heart is toward the governors of Israel that offered themselves willingly among the people. I don't have time to elaborate on this verse, but suffice it to say, there were some people, the Bible says that they yielded, they offered themselves willingly, meaning they volunteered. Aren't you glad that God uses volunteers? Aren't you glad that God will just use anybody that says, here am I, send me? Aren't you glad God would use somebody like Deborah who just would stand up and say, Lord, I'm here. Can you use me? Verse number nine. Bless ye the Lord. I see the rejoicing after the victory. If we're honest today, God has been good to all of us. We've already established that. But if we're honest today, we've all seen some amazing victories that God has done. We've seen some answers to prayer. We've seen some people saved and lives changed. Can I tell you, when God answers prayer, we ought to be very quick to give Him the praise. We ought to be very quick to give Him the glory because God is worthy. Thank you for listening to the preaching podcast of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina, led by Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website at vbcrr.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week. Thank you.